Let's get nuts. Well, hello, my children. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Tuesday. Hopefully everybody's doing good. November 22nd. Hey, one more day of work. Then, you know, a four-day weekend for some people. Not exactly me, but... Anyways, guys, welcome to Film Junkie Live. Like I said, make sure you guys subscribe. Hit that like, thumbs up button. Do all that stuff. Become a member. Do a members-only stream every Wednesday. So if you want to take part of that, please do so. And, uh, of course, follow me on all the sock meds right there. Make sure you guys are, uh, you know, hitting that like, thumbs up. Do all that. Share the stream, too. It helps. It definitely helps. It definitely helps. So anyways, guys, who's out there? What are we talking about? All right. Oop. Got that one right there. Here we go. All right, here we go. James told those scoopers what's up. My goodness, right? Good to see you, Darkness. We got Ryan right here. How's it going, Mr. Fear Jason? Good to see you. All right, who else we got? We got Mr. Jesse. Niner for life. I bet you're feeling good. Your Niners uh, won yesterday. They're looking pretty good. And they got McCaffrey, and it seems like uh, a lot of energy came their way. Tony Movie Chappy D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. Good on Letitia Wright for speaking up and defending herself. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We got RJ right here. Good to see ya. Game Buffet, how you doing? Good to see ya. Let's see who else we got. Diamond Absolutes. Scoopy Game needs to end. It's already annoying and BS all around. Pretty much what it is, and that's what we'll talk about. Best stick to them sources. All right, who else we got? Um, we got Miss uh, Nighthawk right here. Good to see you, Steph. Always good to see you, pretty face. And let's see, we got, uh, hello, darling. Release uh, day, yeah, first, you guys and the freaking plumber. Still talking about that after, what, how long ago was that? That was almost like two years ago, I think, now. Or was that a year now? I don't know, even know when that was. Alien sex love noises. Ah, good to see you. Um... I need Rebel Moon in cinemas. IMAX, please reach out to your friend. Who? Which friend are you talking about? I don't know who you're talking about. What is that? What friend? What friend? Um, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be in some kind of movie theater thing. Hopefully it is IMAX. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll find out when that happens. But what's going on, Rosemary? It was good to see you. All right. Let's see. Well, Samparo, happy Tuesday. We got Stephanie T right here. Hopefully you're doing good. You know it. All right. We got Mr. Eric right here. I'll say this. Iger is a shrewd businessman. If nothing else, he has no choice but to kiss the ring of DeSantis if he wants Disney back on its feet. And he knows it. Well, they probably know some stuff. It's going to be interesting. What's going on, MFR? How you doing? Yo, what's going on, Jose? Good to see you. All right. Uh, happy Tuesday. Good day for pooper scoopers, huh? Especially those frauds. Geekosity Sill. Good riddance, bozos. How dare you name them? You, you named them. They're scoopsy daisies. That's what we're supposed to say. Scoopsy daisies. Anyways, uh, hey, 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 hey. It's a film junkie. Dave's going to tell us a thing or two or three or four or five or 12. I can't stop talking sometimes. W Games, I'm all down for Kingdom Come. Best DC Hope Gun makes it happen with Cavill. Wouldn't that be sweet? And Affleck and all of them. So, yes. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, we try. We try to do our best. That's for damn sure. So, okay. What else we got? Who else we got? Anybody else? I think that's pretty much uh, it when it comes to all that. So, uh, like I said, good to see you guys. Um... 
Hopefully you guys are doing good. Day was pretty good. Um, I can't complain. I mean, it was just a regular Tuesday. I'm just, I'm like, actually, like, wow, there's actually news this week. So that's good. You know, it's few and far between because, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about James Gunn. Little David Ayer involved in that too, which we'll talk about. Talk about Quentin Tarantino again because he's just... He's been uh, making the rounds and just uh, giving his opinion on all kinds of stuff. Letitia Wright, that whole thing. Remember the whole uh, the Vax thing and everything that uh, was going on with Wakanda Forever during the heart of the whole pandemic and the fact that she refused to uh, take the, the vaccine. And then we're going to talk about Solo. I don't think Solo 2 is actually going to happen, but the writer... May you know, yeah, like I said, slow news day, and I found it kind of interesting, and I was like, all right, I'll talk about that. That'll be the fourth topic, so do all that. What's going on, Andre? Good to see you, buddy. And Ziggs is there, too. Good to see you guys. All right, let's see here. All right, I'm ma- still messing with my new toy here, of course. So, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll happen. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll talk about. Uh, we'll definitely be talking about. Uh, you know, the scoops. You know. Yeah, I don't know if you heard that. Actually, hold on. Um, let me click that. Yeah, but. Yeah, I'm still trying to work with my uh, new little toy here, which is actually pretty cool. But yeah, we're going to be talking about the... Bullshit! Yeah, we're definitely going to be talking about that. Um, even James Gunn gave a little, uh, you know, he gave a little uh, quote tweet to... Uh, that was pretty interesting, too. But uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. So anyways, um, let's go ahead and get to it. Let's get to the tweets. Let's get to these tweets right here. All right. Let me do this. All right, let's get to the tweets. Okay. All right, make sure I got this here. We're good. All right, here we go. All right, well, first off, we got Greg uh, Katzman right here talking about uh, the Batman. One bad day, Mr. S- Mr. Freeze creative team deserves an episodic Dark Knight. And I thought this was pretty cool because it just gave me some uh, Heart of Ice vibes, you know. And, uh, you know, we always, we, we always been hearing about, uh, we've always been hearing about, um, about, Matt Reeves actually wanting to do a Mr. Freeze for the Batman, the sequel to the Batman. Going to be interesting, but I uh, thought that was pretty cool because, yeah, you got one bad day. Why not have a Mr. Freeze one? Then we got uh, Phil Lord right here. Phil Lord, and it's talking about the ambition of Across the Spider-Verse. The first film had one animation style and uh, dominate that dominates the movie. This movie has six. Wow. So... In, across the Spider Verse is going to be dominated by six different, six different animation styles. That's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I'm very excited. I don't know about you guys. I'm totally excited for that. Cannot wait for this movie. Or it's going to be two parts. I always forget that it's actually going to be in two parts as well. So we're getting two movies when it comes to that show. That's good. Then we got the uh, the Dark Knight right here from Leon Joe. Looks pretty damn cool. Really made that suit pop right there. That Dark Knight suit really popping right there. Look at extra armor E. For sure. Christopher McQuarrie, he teases uh, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, saying there's there are many things emerging from uh, Ethan's past and will put him and his team in danger. I'm wondering just how far back, like how in-depth are they going to be going with uh, Ethan's character? This is what, what what's really exciting when it comes to Dead Reckoning because obviously they have to pull stuff from from the first Mission Impossible, my all-time favorite Mission Impossible. I wonder how much they're going to pull from Mission Impossible 2, which I know that's a lot of people's least favorite. I still love it. Uh, I love all the Mission Impossible movies in their own way, okay? Um, I just like how they were trying to toy with like the different style of directors and everything, but I'm just kind of wondering. It makes me curious. 
How are they going to wrap up Ethan Hunt's story? And is he going to live? Is he going to live? And then speaking of, to, uh, speaking of Tom Cruise, you can watch Top Gun Maverick on Paramount Plus on December 22nd. So, you know, just uh, open some gifts Christmas morning and put on Top Gun Maverick. Why not? Here's a pretty cool Alex Ross drawing right here of uh, Venom. Spidey taking over his face. Yep, that's good stuff. And then we got another Todd McFarlane first look right here at the Joker from Infinite Frontier. Oh, geez. Every time they post an image of a new McFarlane, I'm just going, I need, I need, I definitely need, I definitely need. And this is what I was talking about right here. Um, You know, when it comes to David Ayer, when it comes to David Ayer, uh, talking about uh, the Ayer cut, a lot of us have been kind of wondering what was going on because we had the big campaign that happened on November 5th. Obviously, we're trying to push that, and I think uh, we did a fairly good job. I mean, obviously, it didn't reach the release of Snyder Cut numbers, but, we, you know, there was no help from a cast member like there was with Snyder Cut. That was a kind of a different beast. But I think for the most part, fans came out. I think it, what, it got to a quarter of a, a quarter of a million tweets out with the hashtag, so it was good. But uh, David Ayer, somebody asked, uh, somebody asked, and obviously it's somebody that has Snyder Knight and Toxic in it, which means this person's a douchebag. Um, he says because he just he doesn't you know some of these guys for some reason can't understand why he likes James Gunn it's ridiculous it's ridiculous like they want to tell David Ayer who he should like and appreciate and uh, obviously David Ayer quote tweeted this so then this dummy said uh, what is with the bromance David he is going to release your cut or question mark do you still want it we are hashtagging like crazy but you gone silence should we stop or I mean I swear these guys feel like it's like it's like they're they think they're like part of like they're in an army or something like that it's just a hashtag Tweet it out whenever you want to. Keep on tweeting it out. What are you thinking? But you're not liking the fact that he's responding to James Gunn? That's freaking ridiculous, you know? I'm just saying. Anyways, um, so, like, when it comes to James Gunn, he actually responded, said, I'll... He said, I'll second what uh, David said about him, both inside and outside of Twitter. Yes, we communicate outside of Twitter. Believe it or not, our DNA does not begin with an at. So they've had some communication. That's what I'm just saying right here. And even after David Ayer said, he's always been a good guy, has been incredibly respectful to me. As far as my cut, of course, I want it seen. And I believe there's a real shot at it. I just won't. It just won't be tomorrow. Okay, yeah, just because, uh, you know, the scoopsy daisies over there that, uh, you know, don't know exactly what's going on when it comes to this stuff. They didn't, they were, you know, of course, predicting that it was going to be announced this month. And, uh, of course, that's not happening. David Ayer saying, hey, it's not going to be tomorrow, but hey, we'll see. There's a real shot next year, obviously imminent. I guess they'll use that word, but it is kind of nice when you see James Gunn and David Ayer communicating with each other. I'm loving that James Gunn is active and communicating like this. So that's good. So that that leads me to believe that, yes, the uh, the pitch might have happened. Communication might have happened. And we have a good shot here. If David Ayer got that budget as low as he can get it to sell it off, to be like, hey, to pitch it to them and be like, we could release this, put it on HBO Max. I think we could all be good right here. So it's good. Ayer cut 2022. Not going to happen in 2022. If anything, 2023. I'm going to call it right now. Should I just call it right now? Huh, guys? Should I call it right now and say exclusiva? Call it right now. David Ayer's cut. 2023. Should we do that? Should I make t-shirts? Maybe I should make t-shirts. I don't know. 
But, uh, you know, so if uh, any of the Scoopsy Daisies tries to take my scoop, uh, we go to war. Just kidding. I don't really give a shit. But I- I'm just saying, if it's going to come out, it'll be next year for sure. But we'll see. We've got to be patient, guys. We have to be patient. Anyways, moving along. We got Chris right here. Adi God. I always say his last name right. Uh, wrong, I should say. Uh, he has his art right here. He has a pretty cool little art that he made right here of a Spartan warrior. Pretty like it. Uh, how do I, I'm not even going to try. Hey, look at here's uh, the beautiful Patty Jenkins at the Wonder Woman premiere. Hopefully we're going to get some uh, we're going to get some new uh, information when it comes to Wonder Woman three. Probably not going to hear anything till next year as well. That's probably what's going to happen. Hey, everything, everywhere, all at once leads Spirit Awards with eight nominations. Best feature, director, lead performance, supporting performance, breakthrough performance, best screenplay, best editing. Oh, you better believe it's going to win best editing for sure. And it should let, you know, the Daniels should definitely win too. I hope it all wins. I hope it does. And I hope it gets nominated for more than that. So I need to watch that movie again. Only watched it once, so. Definitely need to watch it again. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And then we got um, season four, which is most likely going to be the last season of uh, I Wouldn't Be Surprised. It probably is. Um, But uh, hey, you know, four seasons, not too bad for a team that really, like the general public, had no idea what it was about. But yeah, Doom Patrol season four, there's a poster. I like this poster. It's a really good poster. I dig it. I dig it. I do dig it. Vic looking uh, looking a little mad, though. <laughs> he probably wants to be Cyborg again. Anyways, I have to catch up on that. And then we got Mark Strong has been cast in Dune prequel series, Dune the Sisterhood. So, hey, we love Mark Strong. Uh, that's good stuff. And then we got Vincent uh, D'Onofrio says, Disney Plus Daredevil Born Again will dig deeper than ever before into Kingpin. So um, apparently even like Stephen McKnight, the, uh, the old showrunner for daredevil has also given his given his praise to uh daredevil born again they're saying that there's a possibility it might reach a mature like an ma tv rating let's hope we want to see some of that grittiness i don't expect it to be as gritty as uh netflix but hopefully it gets a little gritty that's all we could say and vincent d'onofer also said that his uh his his ultimate goal is to take on spider-man tom holland spider-man so i'm sure that's going to be in the cards as well oh and then look at these beautiful posters right here from rico um rico jr right here did you see these guys oh my god it's so it's so pretty wait let's see oh wow i need to let me go to his actual um because he was posting like a bunch of his posters and stuff like that so um the batman the batman this batman versus superman one i love that that is so freaking cool the outline shape of a batarang and then uh he also had a man of St- ah should have had this ready but then he had this one right here too for man of steel looking like the key right there freaking awesome freaking awesome did he i don't think he i think he's gonna be doing Zack snyder's justice league tomorrow it sounds seems to because he's uh posting them individually but my god i want these freaking posters look at that poster just so freaking cool and so is this one right here i mean that's so creative right there i mean they need to hire this guy to design these posters because they are just freaking amazing just saying and hey who wants to feel old the first Toy Story came out 27 years ago. Ah! Anybody else hip hurt? My hip hurts. My God. My hip is hurting now. Jeez. Jeez. 27 years ago. I remember seeing this uh, with my dad. 
um, 27 years ago. We went to the movie theater. I believe it was the Carousel Theater again. And when I saw Mask of the Phantasm, was that that? No. Um, was that the same time? Around the same time, maybe. But yeah, I remember seeing this movie. But yeah, 27 freaking years ago. Holy crap. Holy crap. Crazy. And then we got some... Uh, Art right here of a, a combination of Hawkman and Dr. Fate right here. That's pretty cool. It's interesting. Oop, oop, oop. And then we got Krypton Cage, Mr. KC. I don't know if he's out in the chat. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, he did another little edit. He said, finally made my Black Adam Superman scene edit with Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL theme uh, for Henry Cavill. And uh, obviously, it's uh, a lot of people are watching it. Look at that. Almost at 9,000 views. I'm not going to show it right now because it actually shows the scene, obviously. Don't want to get a little copyright strike right there. So I'm just saying, don't want to do that. But go watch it because he added the music and it just works very well it just does you know i mean i remember watching you know the watching the scene again and you know you hear a little bit of that john williams score yeah i'm just kind of like i don't know i don't know right there but uh and then we got artwork right here batman in trouble carlos uh, valenzuela Jace, look at the booty on freaking uh, poison ivy my god i think batman's okay I think Batman's okay, you know, when you got uh, Harley and um, and uh, Poison Ivy right there. I mean, of course, uh, they're there for a distraction because he's about to get a mallet to the head. But my God, holy Lord. I mean, geez, anybody else? Okay. Okay. Anyways, I'm a pervert. It's, it's okay. It happens. All right. So there you go. There's that right there. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Pamela, <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah, he made sure that the proportions were, uh, yeah, like that. But, you know, even Batman, even Batman, and of course, looking jacked. Everybody's just wearing skin-tight stuff, except for the Joker. I know. She thick. She thick. Anyways, all right, so... Where am I at here? All right, let's talk about the first topic right here. Let's talk about some James Gunn. What's going on, Carrie? Let's talk about James Gunn. I mean, uh, yesterday we already talked about him. I mean, he's, uh, this is what's great, and this is what I was hoping for, and this is what we were all hoping for. Uh, I mean, regardless of uh, the fact that uh, it seems like there's going to be, every week there's going to be a new social media that everybody's going to be like, hey, follow me on here, which I don't get. I'm like, okay, now there's a different one because the other one sucked. Now this one, okay. So now people are just like trying to find alternative Twitter Twitter accounts, but even though it's like they're not leaving Twitter, but they're doing that anyways, because I guess they still have it in their minds that Twitter is going to go down, but it's not, or they hate Elon Musk. I, I, I just, I, I'm trying to keep up. I'm just, it's, it's just such a weird thing to me. I don't know, but I'm just glad that even though James Gunn did the same thing and said, oh yeah, you could f find me on Mastodon, I guess, or Master, whatever the hell. I'm not even going to go with that. I'm not going to say that word, but, or then we got this hive social media now and i mean i guess uh, there's all everybody keeps on posting their alternative like social media handles and it's like okay but you're still on twitter because you're not going to leave this you built up your audience and all, all, all this stuff but i'm just glad that james gunn i mean obviously if he posts shit he might post shit on some of the other stuff but like two seconds later somebody's going to post a screenshot on twitter i'm not leaving twitter i'm not going to open up another social media account i mean I'm, I'm i'm already good with the three the four actually that i have they're around me right now 
So I'm good with just that. I don't need more. And then plus the Patreon, too. So not going to do that. But, um, yeah, when it comes to uh, when it comes to James Gunn, he's still going to be, you know, it's funny because he's very much trying to promote, of course, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which uh, eventually I'll watch. I'll watch it after Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. That's when I start getting into the Christmas mood. God, why is everybody getting in the Christmas mood like, you know, in, right after Fourth of July, it seems. My God. Uh, yeah, follow yeah, follow Jose on Tinder and uh, MySpace. There you go, there you go. That's where you can follow him at. So, but anyways, uh, but when it comes to um, when it comes to James Gunn, this is what, of course, this is one of the things that was uh, pretty great today when he's taking on, of course, the scoopers again, and we can all appreciate it. But uh, here's the tweet right here. Oop, yeah, that's right. I still have that boing going on right now. Okay, turn that off. But, uh, yeah, of course, Geekosity, uh, Geekosity right here says, Henry Cavill's new contract includes Superman TV appearances. And then James Gunn said, I'm not sure if you're purposely lying or being taken advantage of by someone lying to you, but as I've stated on here before, no one knows what what's happening at DC Studios right now other than me and Peter. That would include writing up any new contracts for anyone at this point. Bullshit. There you go. Bullshit. That's right. I'm glad that he's pointing this out right here because uh, it's great. It's great. So pointing out this. And you know what? This is uh, just another one of those things, too, where, again, it's just uh, I'm this. I'm guarantee I guarantee you this is what's happening when it comes to the whole scooper game right here is the fact that, well, it's just the fact that J- basically when it comes to all this, like um, what they're doing here is they're basically banking on the fact it's like, OK, I, I guarantee you this is how you break it down right here. And I'm going to back engineer how they came up with this. The whole thing of Henry Cavill's new contract includes TV uh, appearances. He's basically going like James Gunn creating Peacemaker season two. What happened at the end of Peacemaker one? The Justice League showed up, but it was only the silhouette of Superman. But if they have Henry Cavill, guess what? They can have him now in Peacemaker two. Write up the article right there. That's right. Write up the article right there. That's exactly what they're doing. That is exactly what is happening right there. And then, of course, they just put it in there and exclusiva that's how you break it down right there guys that is how you break it down right there that's just how they do it but uh and i didn't even open up the article why bother because i know exactly how they came up with that conclusion right there that is exactly how they did it that's how you do it right there now i hope it's not i mean if if they're being taken advantage of that's on them too but I don't think it's uh, them being taken advantage of. Again, the scooping game is an ugly game. And the fact of the matter is, once you start getting building up that audience, and then you need all these scoops to keep up that audience and keep, uh, the, you know, uh, I, I guess you could say a cash flow or, you know, whatever the hell you want to do to, like, get people to, you know, the numbers, your views and all this stuff. You want to keep them going to your site. So you got to keep on just going... You just got to basically just back engineer stuff. You go like, okay, wait a minute. So if so-and-so and and they just keep connecting, you just connect the dots. They're literally like, you know, on the wall with the yarn right here and be like, how can I come up with another exclusive article? Let's see. Ben and we got Henry right here. He's back. And, you know, just doing that. It's doing that. That's all it is. Throwing darts at a wall. Shaking up an eight ball. That's what they're doing. 
And uh, anybody could have come up with that. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. So he actually might make a TV appearance because even James Gunn said, yeah, obviously they want to make a cohesive DC Bible that's going to be stretching all throughout, you know, movies, TV, animation, video games. Okay, that's probably going to be next week's article is the fact that Henry Cavill is going to supply his voice in a Superman video game or something like that. That'll be the next thing or something. It's going to be just anything. They're looking for anything that they can write that's going to be some kind of scoop what did we talk about yesterday henry cavill's contract and the fact that there's not exactly the long-term contract yet because they're trying to figure out where his place is going to be throughout this this uh roadmap that they're trying to create and uh so that way so right now like the deal was just you know just for the the cameos right now we don't know when it's going to be happening when it comes to his movies crossovers tv animation we don't know anything like that yet so i'm just glad that that james gunn just keeps on giving him the business just keeps on giving him the business it's great it's absolutely great um i think we can all appreciate it and uh you know we can all just uh, give him one of these every time we see a, a new article that comes out and james gunn goes that's right that's what I feel like running into a door. Ugh, just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But I hope James Gunn just keeps on doing this. He just keeps on doing this. The, the Scoopies are pretty much making safe bets. In other words, they're following Grace's example. But did you... Yeah, but um, uh, Eric, did you see the fact that... Um, the fact that, that he actually gave praise to Grace a little bit? Because Grace actually said she's enjoying... She's actually uh, enjoying the... Uh, She's actually enjoying the the holiday special, and then he actually quote tweeted her. Let's see, hold on. Did you guys see that? And and then people thought he was like, yeah, give her the business. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm, I swear to God, I'm not doing that. It's just all in. You know, I'm not. I'm not trying to like stick. You know, I'm trying not to be a dick right now. So <laughs> it's just. Yeah, he put like um, uh, this was it right here. He uh, he actually put this right here. If you guys didn't see it, he put this right here where it's like, was was I transported to Earth 2? Because like, yeah, she was like amazing and all that stuff. And then he had to follow it up by saying like, for those of you who think I'm owning Grace, I'm not. I legitimately appreciate her liking the show. Just surprised. Christmas miracles come in all shapes and sizes. Just thought that was pretty great right there. I mean... You know, he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay, whoa, whoa, guys. I'm not giving her the business right here. I'm a, you know... But, you know, he was making the joke and everybody was like, yeah, James, do it. Do it. Screw her and stuff. I just thought that was pretty funny right there. You know, but that's just me. But anyway, so there you go, guys. It's just my little rant and my little spiel right there when it comes to that. Uh, Sora, I'm not tense. I'm just talking about all the scooper stuff. So just saying that's all that's that's all i'm just talking about the scooper stuff and i get i guess i get a little intense when it comes to that so but uh but anyways um when it comes to uh, hey william powell thank you for the five dollar super chat appreciate it much appreciate uh not just scoopers some trades need to adhere to this as well yeah and we're gonna you know there's uh, something when it comes to leticia right where she calls out that yeah the trades need to do that too i mean look what happened when it came to cavill and comic-con this past 
this past year. You know, that was a whole thing right there too. Uh, but they're not, they're not, but they're not going to do I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll have their moments where they don't do that. They do the, those kind of great things, you know, where they post stuff like that, get everybody excited. To me, I always thought that that was something that was implanted by WBD just to like, I think there was something going on behind the scenes when it came to that, to be honest, I've said it before. I think they were trying to build up that hype. I really try to, I, I really think they were trying to build up that hype to be like, see, people want to see Cabell, you know, and I think it might have had something to do maybe with the Garcias, maybe with Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson's kind of going like, hey, build up the hype. And they might have just like, you know, sent something over to deadline, like, you know, just to just to build up some of that hype. I just kind of think that. So I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. Don't quote me on that. But uh I just, uh, yeah, it's just, but I'm just glad that James Gunn, and this is what I wanted. I was worried that he wasn't going to do it, and I was, that he wasn't going to, like, stick it to all these bullshit scoops that are just coming out. But don't expect them to stop. They're not going to stop. I mean, that's one thing that they'll do is just kind of just say, like, hey, you know, when, um... They'll just say like, oh, well, James Gunn can't say anything. There's always an excuse. NDAs can't say anything. Uh, you know, remember when they, I think uh, there was even say like Jay Oliva, what does he know? He's just a storyboard artist. You know, there's just all that, always that stuff when it's like, no, no, we know, they don't know. It's like, but what, what are you talking about? This is why when it even comes to the whole Zack Snyder stuff, you can't scoop Zack Snyder when there's people that are more in the know when it comes to that. You just can't do it, so... You know, it just needs to go away, but it's not going to go away. They'll probably double down on a lot of things, but, you know, only time will tell. Time will get, you know, it's only a matter of time before the, you know, before the jig is up. That's just what it is. That's what I, we've seen it before where, you know, previous scoopsie daisies were like, well, we tried and it didn't work and now they're gone. You know, kind of. One of them's technically not, but one of them is. So got to love that. All right. Let's talk about Quentin Tarantino right here. Okay, okay, let's talk about... I'm not going to do my Quentin Tarantino impression. I almost busted it. I almost bust out into my Quentin Tarantino impression. I'm not going to do that. Okay, no, no. Okay, anyways. But uh, he kind of... Uh, he's been rustling some feathers when it comes to what's happening with the state of Hollywood right now. Kind of already talked about it. Talked about it last week. And, uh, you know, did a little film junkie shot about, like, how he said that basically this is the worst era in cinema right now. And he talked about the, the different eras of cinema where, you know, uh, where things just, just seemed like it was just, like, one straight thing. And they were keeping... They weren't letting filmmakers be filmmakers. Everything was just kind of, like, coming out of a factory. And then it came to the 70s and it got better. 80s it didn't and then the 90s it got better and then all of a sudden it just led into this whole thing but yeah he's been kind of uh talking about all this um talking about the the fact that uh talking about the fact that um you know the marvelization of hollywood and this is on the two bears one cave and uh actually we can hear we can listen to it right here i'm gonna pull it up right meow uh i know ben posted it but i i watched this yesterday he was on two bears one cave yesterday so here's the clip right here all right here's the clip right here hold on let me do that there we go so here's the clip right here where he's talking about he's talking about quentin tarantino i mean he was talking about the marvelization but he talks about how marvel actors aren't movie stars and he brings up an interesting point so here we go part of the marvelization of hollywood is you have all these actors who have become famous playing these these characters but they're not movie stars Right. Captain America is the star. Right. Thor is the star. 
business has gone to like there are no Anthony Mackie said the same thing like Anthony Mackie isn't a movie star the Falcon is a movie star and that's what's weird it used to be with Tom Cruise and Will Smith and Stallone and Schwarzenegger when you went to the movies you went to go see the Stallone movie you went to go see the Schwarzenegger movie now you go see X-Men part of the marvelization of so there you go very interesting right there and I love that and I never thought I didn't think I was going to be agreeing with Anthony Mackie anytime soon. I'm kind of not a big biggest fan of the guy. The guy's kind of a kind of douchey, but right there, 100 percent, 100 percent. And he also says in that in that interview, it's like, yeah, they're making it for China, kids in China. They're making they're making it for kids. They're making it for China. You know, they're making it. You know, and he brings up the fact that hey, we're making these movies for China. That's right. We gotta make it. They gotta make these movies to try to just complete pussies. Yeah, that's right. Hollywood's complete pussies. Anyways, but I just thought that was interesting because they pretty much said the same thing. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's some people that are like, were kind of offended by that. I saw some people post that and like, wait a minute, is Quentin Tarantino not know what the hell? I mean, uh, Samu Liu, you know, obviously Shang-Chi, he kind of pushed back against it. He tweeted uh, out something today when it came to this. Um, let me see. There we go. He posted this today talking about this where... Uh, yeah, internet trolls. Ooh, yeah. So he says right here, and this is pretty interesting right here. This is what he brought up when it came to uh, responding to this. He said, if only the gatekeepers to movie stardom came from Tarantino and Scorsese, I would never have had the opportunity to lead a $400 million uh, plus movie. I'm in awe of their filmmaking genius. They are transcendent auteurs, but they don't get to point their nose at me or anyone. What? And then he followed up by saying, no movie studio is is or ever will be perfect, I, but I'm proud to work with one, one that has made sustained efforts to improve diversity on screen by creating heroes that empower and inspire people of all communities everywhere. I loved the Golden Age, too, but it was white as hell. Yeesh. There you go. And it's just kind of funny because if you watch Quentin Tarantino's mo- movies, guess what? They're pretty diverse, and he loves Asian cinema. It's pretty crazy. When you talk about diversity, I'm like, wait a minute. You actually think about it. Mm, I mean, I know the, some, some of the subject matter they've been trying to cancel uh, Quentin Tarantino on, but he's always been pretty, you know, when it comes to a lot of this stuff. But it's just like, eesh. Saying all that, so of course he was getting kind of dogpiled on, but uh, you know, but when it comes to what Tarantino said about movie stars, I mean, look at what I mean. For instance, look what happened with uh, Black Adam. Dwayne Johnson is arguably one of the biggest movie stars right now. One of, I mean, obviously we were always questioning the star power. What kind of star power does Dwayne Johnson have? He has star power, but he's more of a hype man. He's a personality. He's a character almost, you know? It's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Coming from wrestling, it makes sense. Did his movie drive a box office to Black Adam? It didn't. It didn't. Now, of course, he was talking about Marvel, but, you know, it can kind of apply to DC as well. I always thought that anybody who plays Batman, anybody who plays any actor that's going to play Batman, the character always transcends the actor. It could be the biggest actor in the world. Doesn't matter. That character will always transcend the actor. And then when it comes to Marvel, obviously, it's like newer characters and, you know, relatively names that weren't exactly there. It's like, yeah, we know their names now. We know Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. Chris, geez, Chris Pratt, Jesus Christ, there's so many Chris's and everything like that. But 
you're not, you're not, when we came to that, 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 um, study that I was talking about yesterday, which I'll post in a film junkie shot probably tomorrow, that study that talked about Marvel fatigue is like Marvel fans will just go and see the movies. No matter what it has, it's a Marvel studios movie. I need to watch it because it's going to connect to the other movies. And so I'm, who cares who's starring in it? I don't care. I don't know who directed it. I don't know who, you know, and that's the thing. That's what we've lost a little bit when it comes to this. This is why when it comes to a Martin Scorsese movie, we're all just kind of going like, oh my God, we got to see the new Martin Scorsese movie. This is a big time thing that even happens with Christopher Nolan. And yeah, I'm even applying this logic to directors because anytime Nolan has a movie that's coming out, people want to see it. Tarantino has a movie coming out, people want to see it. But there's a, literally this week, there's a Steven Spielberg movie coming out. Nobody's talking about it. Really weird, really weird, because it's a it's a little smaller movie that's kind of loosely based on his life, and it's like nobody's really talking about it. They're just thinking about like, hey, what's going on with the uh, Indiana Jones Five that you're producing? So, but yeah, uh, when it comes to the actors, it's like yeah, it kind of applies, but at the same time, it's like you know you you recognize their names, but you more recognize the characters, I guess. I don't know, but I pretty much agree with it. I agree with what they had to say, and it's just crazy how pretty much uh, Tarantino was saying what what uh, Anthony Mackie was saying, which was uh, very interesting, pretty interesting right there. So that's just my thing. Yeah, I agree with you, uh, uh, Mister. Uh, laugh now, cry later. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hopefully see the Fablemans uh, tomorrow. So yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is completely bald. Did you guys see that? And a lot of people are like, oh, my God, is he playing Lex Luthor? <laughs> you know, it's just like, good Lord. Uh, but, I mean, you know, he actually could pull off the bald look. I just kind of wonder what it's for. It's interesting, so. All right. Now, let's uh, speaking of uh, Marvel, let's talk about Letitia Wright. Now, uh, if you guys aren't familiar, what was ha- what happened with uh, Letitia Wright is, uh, you know, I, I think due to, like, religion and things like that, she, uh, when it came to, the uh, the vaccination for uh, COVID, the oh how you know I said the c word um, COVID, uh, she didn't want to take it for for reasons and everything. So of course that got that got out to the public and like you know THR all the trades were talking about it and basically saying all this stuff and then they continued to talk about it saying that she continues to be anti-vax even though she didn't really any of her quotes don't really say she's anti-vax but what really what 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 came about the whole thing is like if you didn't want to take the the vax you were anti-vax, which is ridiculous because we just changed the meaning of terms and all this stuff. I don't know why that's the case. It's like, no, no, I just don't think it's for me. It could be for you. And, you know, if you want to take it, it's fine. You know, you could easily say that, but it's like, no, you're anti-vax and blah, blah, blah. But then, of course, there was misinformation that came out that said like, oh, yeah, once you get it, you won't you won't transmit it to anybody and everything will be good. It's going to die with you. You're good. But then that ended up being misinformation because... People didn't know exactly what was going on. It's just kind of sad when certain media didn't pull back on it. They just kept pressing forward. But so when it comes to Letitia Wright, she actually called out. She actually called out some of this stuff. And man, she uh, she called them out pretty good. The Hollywood Reporter, specifically uh, one journalist right here. So this is pretty interesting. And I thought, all right. So here's the quote right here. It said, I had to unblock the Hollywood Reporter just to post this. Scott Finberg and all at this publication, you're you're all incredibly disrespectful. How dare you? You mentioned my name alongside men who have been accused uh, of abuse 
and sexual misconduct. This is vile behavior. At the point, a personal vendetta towards me. I've done nothing wrong but respectfully refuse to do interviews with this publication. Stop your nonsense. I apologized two years ago. Remain silent on the topic. You lied and said I continued talking about it with my cast and crew on my set. Remember when those articles came out? People were saying like, oh yeah, she still like talks about how the fact that she's like refusing the vax and all this stuff. This was not true. Ask my producer and director. The film was successful. Your agenda towards me is now even more clear. I won't remain silent. Stop your disgusting behavior. Wright followed this up with another post telling Hollywood Reporter Scott Findle to get a life. The personal vendetta with your friends at the Hollywood Reporter is disgusting. I've remained silent as the world told me to kill myself two years ago. That's what's so crazy about it. It's like, take the vax or kill yourself. What? Okay. Uh, disgusting. I've remained silent um, in the world. Yeah, yeah. Said all that. I posted up and apologized for. I kept my head down and focused on my craft. I And now I'm at the other side of it. Here you are as so-called journalists. We aren't meant to trust. Putting my name into the nasty article for what? You lack substance. You clearly have nothing to report. The movie is beautiful, impactful, and breaking box office. I worked my ass off with my cast and crew to dedicate it to my brother. How dare you? Did my performance rattle you that much? It was that excellent, huh? I'm still here making an impact, still creating projects that touch people's hearts, and it's not going to stop. Get a life. Like, for real. Damn. She just, she came out, and she was just like, she got it. Yeah. So, that's good. I'm glad. I like that. I like that she did that, so. There you go. Get alive, just doing that. Kudos, Leticia. Never apologize and can't. Yeah, um, but you know, it was just pretty crazy. It was like I remember, like there were people that were talking about boycotting the movie. There were people that were saying that she should be recast. Oh man, I saw there was slew. There was a slew of like tweets, and now mum's the word when it comes to a lot of those people. Some of those were journalists too, journalists as well that were just kind of saying like, oh yeah, you know, she should be recast. Yeah, they're going to recast her and do all that stuff. I remember they kept on saying that for like at the beginning of the year, last year, they're saying that they were going to cast her and recast her and, uh, you know, brings, you know, and, you know, for the most part, her performance was pretty great in the movie. You know, it was, you know, maybe sometimes it was a little bit over the top, but that was like for a lot of the characters. Sometimes it was like, all right, dial it back a little bit. You're at 11. Let's get it back to at least nine. But, um, yeah, they weren't going to recast her, and they're not going to recast her. Now she's officially the Black Panther, and it's just kind of funny because you don't see those people tweeting all those nasty things to her anymore, all just because she was like, "Mm, shot not for me. That's all. That's it. Shot not for me, but what could he do? Jesus Christ. Anyways, all right, let's uh, let's get to the fourth topic, which is an interesting one. Um, Solo. So we all remember Solo, and regardless how you feel about it, Solo's not a terrible movie. It's definitely not a terrible movie. But, you know, it had its struggles, obviously, when it came to reshoots and whatnot, and the fact that they uh, got rid of uh, Phil Lord and uh, Chris Miller as directors, and then they reshot pretty much the entire thing with Ron Howard. But, uh, you know, Mr. Jonathan Kasdan, actually, he, uh, he came out and recently said that he still wants a sequel. Okay, a second sequel, another sequel. He he still wants it to happen right here. And essentially, this is what he's saying. He said, the reason for a solo two is if there's a great reason, and uh, certainly I'd uh, be game if there was, there were so many great characters we were able to establish 
And for me, the strongest argument for a solo two is the movie was Alden's journey to owning that mantle. And by the end of it, I thought he really did. And and he didn't get the fun of getting to just inhabit it for a movie. So I'd love to see him back. So he's basically doing this because of Alden. Uh, I can never say his last name. Uh, Aaron Rich. Aaron Rich. But basically, he wants he want. I think he's. I think he's kind of, you know, defending his performance. And I know a lot of people, I mean, that's the thing when you're, when you're doing a character that people love so much, an iconic character like Han Solo, some tough space boots to fill. Okay. You know, you're holding on to that blaster. I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult. Harrison freaking Ford for God's sakes. I mean, um, but you know, since that didn't really work that well and it didn't, you know, it didn't really do, uh, that much at the box office, they're probably not going to do a solo too, but it would be pretty sweet if maybe they were like, try to continue a little bit of that story because they established some good things in there. I just really, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Donald, um, Glover. I thought they were going to do a Lando series, but that's probably not going to happen because everybody seemed to appreciate him as Lando because he seemed to to nail a Billy D impression, even though it was kind of like he made it his own. So it just uh, it kind of worked. I don't know. I don't know. It's just uh, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see if like they even think about attempting to do anything with that. Again, probably not, probably not going to see the light of day because especially with things that are happening now and the fact that Disney is kind of struggling, there's going to be layoffs and they have a cash flow problem too because they've just been pumping out things left and right. And, uh, you know, they pumped in a lot of money when it came to all the Star Wars series that they're currently making. I know Andor is wrapping up and there's still another season that they're going to be, I have to catch up on that. That is some really good Star Wars. And it'd be pretty sweet too if like, if you could have a solo too that was in the vein of like an Andor, you know, that's just a little bit more of the underground. I mean, solo could easily fit in what they've been establishing with that series. So, but I, it's not going to happen. I just thought it was interesting that he was basically the number one reason why he w- would want a solo too is to give uh, Alden uh, another shot at the character, but it won't happen. It's fine. Maybe Iger would want to get it back on, you know. Do a sequel. Why not? That would piss off a lot of people. All right. There you go, guys. Uh, somebody leaving? Oh, goodbye, Nighthawk. Talk to you later. Bye. Oh, yeah, she's going out of town, huh? She's going out of town. All right. I only cry fascist when cro- coffee mug is thrown at my head. <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right. Let's get to uh, the questions right now. Let's see anything over in the uh, anything over here in the YouTube world when I posted it there. Anybody have a question? Nope, nothing over there. All right, so let's just go right over to. Uh, all right, let me double check. Everything good? All right, just a couple of questions over here on Twitter. Not too much. All right, so here we go. Okay, so let's see. Yeah, yo, Dave. Two hours left in the poll. Check it out. Oh, uh, which their verbal is your favorite? DCU or El Muerto? El Muerto, where are we at? Wow, it's dead even. Jay, 16 votes. Dead even. I just uh, picked that one, so now we're even. Interesting. See what happens with that one. 
Mr. Wooter, the, hey, Dave, did you uh, put up your Christmas tree up yet? And what day you do your top 10 movies of the year and your most anticipated? Uh, I usually wait uh, till like the last, like till like the end of December to do that. Probably the last week of December. I usually do those videos. Um, I never put up a tree, not in my apartment because, you know, I know I just don't do that. But, you know. My mom will have a tree, other people, other family members and stuff, they'll have their trees up, but I just don't, I don't put up a tree. I don't put up a tree. Brad, I've gotten the sense from Gunn's Twitter statements that there was, there has been very little direct talks between talent and DC Studios in general. Think that's the case? Probably. But I mean, obviously they were like, you know, when it comes to, to, to Cavill, they had to have a little bit of something, you know, a little bit of something. So also with Avatar 2 needing uh, so much to break even, Cameron must be the only director who can uh, set his budget at. Oh, yeah. 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 He is, that budget is, you know, with all the movies, pretty crazy. It's going to be like a billion dollars. Ollie, Cavill wouldn't make a public video as negotiation tactics, right? Surely something in place contractually for him and Danny to make video statements and quitting The Witcher. He's like a, a collateral damage to he's like a collateral damage to Guns Rampage. Some say Cavill lied. Now, I mean, some deal was put into place because obviously he was in the freaking movie, and, and it sounds like he's going to be in the Flash as well. Mr. Nobody, hey Dave, since Guns stepped in. He took the existing DC roster and added more characters. Where do you see the future of the characters like Peacemaker, Amanda Waller, and etc.? Waller seems to be everywhere. Yeah, she'll probably pop in a lot of places. I like it. Which characters would you like to see that were not introduced yet? Um, well, I don't know. I want to see a booster goal. I've always said that, but, you know. I, don't, I think I wouldn't be surprised if Gunn has a place for him. Uh, that'd be pretty sweet. A Green Arrow as well. I would like to see something with him. But, um, I mean, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens when it comes to all that. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, those two characters, I'd like to see a, an actual. I mean, we already have. Uh, we already have uh, Black Canary, so we need our we need our we need our Ollie. Speaking of, you know, yeah, we need our Oliver right there. So I guess we'll see what happens. But all right, guys. Well, that's it. That's what we got for uh, right now. Thank you guys for clicking in. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Hit that uh, like thumbs up button as well. Share the stream if you could. Do all that. Share it wherever. Doesn't matter. If you feel like sharing it, do so. Do all that. Make sure you follow me on all the sock meds that are around me. Do all that. Uh, you know, they got the Patreon right there. I try to post some things in there. I might post some things maybe a little bit tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Tonight or tomorrow. Um, see when I find out little things here and there. But, uh, yeah, just, uh, just be wary, guys. Just be wary of the... Uh, Exactly, the bullshit. The bullshit, guys. Get be wary of that. Anyways, guys, love you. I'll see you guys tomorrow. You know, I mean, if there isn't any news, I'll probably just do a members only stream, but uh, you know, if there's not enough news, it might have to uh not have a show, but hey, you never know. Uh, but I'll do a members only for sure if uh, we don't do another one. But anyways, guys, love you. Talk to you later.